Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Here we go. Test. Uh, Shut up. Welcome to The Shameful Dead, your weekly recap podcast for AMC's The Walking Dead. You can hear the excitement in my voice. My name is Doug. With me tonight is Jermaine, as always. We're joined by a special guest star, um, Johnny T. Hello. Glad to be back. Yeah, we yeah, missed you. Yeah, special guest. You were replaced pretty solidly by a baby last week, and uh, we got lots of feedback saying they they preferred the change. So I'm know. sure it was good for the show. I'm sure it was great for the show. Yep, shaking it up. I'm all bit. for Johnny Baby. <laughs> all right, uh, bef- so we're doing episode ten of what is it, season seven? Season seven. New best friends is the name of the episode. And before we get started on the episode, I noticed that they I changed. Wish I had new best friends. Yeah, <laughs> new guests, new. Uh, Best friends to do a podcast with, I guess. But um, before we get into the episode, I want to point out, did you guys notice like the new like um, graphics? So I get it on iTunes and like there's a new like cover for like the season since the mid-season finale or premiere. Um, used to be Negan with a baseball bat pointing it at the like the the audience. Now it's uh, Rick walking and it just says rise up. Do you think that was a good choice? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did notice that. I forgot about the Negan one actually. Now that you mention it, but I'm I'm commenting on the rise up and the how it's tied to the Atlanta Falcons, and you know, given uh, what happened with the Super Bowl, I gotta think that Rick's <laughs> they're gonna be about to beat the Saviors, and then they're all just gonna get killed. <laughs> they probably have everybody down the ropes. They yeah, they're gonna the give them, they're gonna give them a good show, and then just get tired. Yeah, just get like take a nap, get sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Negan comes back and just murders everybody. That's right. Okay. Uh, I, I, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I am missing Negan a little bit, which is weird. I didn't know I would have that feeling. You're right. This is uh, two episodes in a row without him, right? Or we we had, yeah. we heard his voice last week, I think, right? on the Kind of like, like the show without Johnny T. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> but you're absolutely but you missed- right. Yeah. You need him to be the, the threat, you know? You need to feel his presence. Right. Exactly. And I mean these, and like I said, I think it's a a problem with the saviors that you really only are afraid of Negan. Like the other guys are assholes, um, but you're not afraid of them. I don't know. No, they're like incompetent. Like they're just assholes for assholes' sake. Yeah. Where Negan is actually, he doesn't have to do anything, and he's still threatening. The other guys are like, "No, you're dumb. I'm gonna take your gun, and I'm gonna punch you." You're right. They're just, they're just, like that's it. They're just schoolyard bullies. Very good point. Um. Okay, so uh, let's let's dive in. But before, I, I don't really care what you guys feel about the episode. We'll we'll wrap it up at the end uh, with ratings. I don't need a first impression. So the show opens with Ezekiel and crew waiting for the saviors to make their uh, weekly or whatever scheduled pickup of supplies. Uh, the same savior guy showed up that was a dick to American Gladiator Dad, who now I'm going to call uh, yep. AGD just to make things easier. Um, he starts. No, giving, that's not. That's not better. Okay, not so better. I'll say the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, this dickhead uh, savior guy starts giving uh, a, uh, American Gladiator dad shit about having a gun. Thinks he shouldn't have one or have one at all going forward. Uh, and there's a little bit of a back and forth. They both draw on each other, and there's a brief standoff. King Ezekiel tells Richard, I guess that's what American Gladiator dad's name is, but I'm not gonna call him that, to stand down. 
Uh, he does so, but talks a little bit of shit and um, is about to get hit when Morgan interferes, uh, disarms the guy with the stick. Morgan gets beat, and then the young kid that Morgan's been training um, hits somebody with a stick as well. There's lots of stick hitting here in this scene. Um, it's Padawan. <laughs> yep. Lots of both sides. Did you did, did anybody did you guys like the the demeanor of the savior guy who was just like, all right, I wrote it. Yes, I can't. I want no, to, so, let's talk about it now. Like let's yeah, like let's just do this thing. I'm tired. This guy reminded me of like uh, the guy that works at the Applebee's or whatever in office space where he's talking about the pieces of flair. Yeah. He's just like, oh. <laughs> he's just he's so tired. He's so put upon. He's doing this job because he has to. You know, he needs the pay. But um, yeah, his name's it. Gavin. His name's I, Gavin. Name's and Gavin. I, thought, I, I thought he was great. I was like, that's was how great. I would probably be. <laughs> he, he is perfect like, management. He's he, great. Yeah, I think he is. He's a savior who. I, I think he kind of hates his job, but he likes his position kind of mm-hmm. thing. And like, yeah, like right, even when he's like, hey, hey, Ezekiel, it looks light. And he's like, Ezekiel's like. Listen, motherfucker, it's not light. How about you double check? And he's like, yeah, and he's you're like, right. oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. It's okay. It, it was almost like he doesn't so I, want I, any trouble. He's just like, I don't, you know, I don't want to do this. I just want to go. I just want to get home, you know, drink my beer. Stop. <laughs> what do they call it? He, he turns into a little bit of a dick later. But th- like, this is the second time we've seen him. And he's kind of like the same thing. He's like, he makes his pickup. He's happy. Yep. And he he's, moves on. He just yep. doesn't, he doesn't I, I, I want any like, shit. Yeah, and I liked Ezekiel was like, no, bitch, check it, check it. And he was like, yeah, you're right. He's like, so that fine, was- fine, I'll count the watermelon. And I want American Gladiator Dad to fucking punch that long-haired hippie so bad. Oh, yeah, that guy's going to get killed. There's there's no oh, way yeah, that guy doesn't get his ass to. All right, so I'm glad you, you pointed that out, uh, John T, because I, I appreciated the shit out of that guy's acting performance. I thought it was terrific. Um, and it like awesome. it was lighthearted, almost hilarious, uh, you know, but still like yeah. kept within. It wasn't ridiculous. Um, no, 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 yeah, not at all. Okay. Um, so yeah, after the scuffle, the savior boss like grudgingly tells Ezekiel that, you know, there's I don't I, I don't want to do anything here, but I can't let this behavior stand, Ezekiel. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I left some off with a warning saying that uh, American Gladiator Dad will get he'll be the first one killed if this shit continues, and that he still has to show up for the pickups and behave. Um, Morgan gets his favorite stick stolen by um the dickhead hippie asshole guy from the Saviors that we've been talking about. Can I have my stick back, please? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let me tune this guy up. What's the guy's name? The the boss. Which Gavin? You got oh. Gavin. You gotta let me tune this guy up. I was like, oh man, this guy should just get killed. Um, like, this he, makes he, me so mad. Like, he could, he, like he could be less threatening. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Morgan, Morgan, like the, from the whole uh, start when Morgan's like, "I killed a guy," and then he's like, "I'm never killing a guy again." And this whole thing, he's like, he hits the dude, and he's like, and then I stopped, and then yeah. I can I have my stick back, please? Like, fucking get your shit together, figure out what you're trying to be. Uh, I I agree, and I, obviously that's that's kind of I guess on purpose, um, and the. Yeah, I guess. But it's frustrating. It's just like the Carol thing. Whatever. You're like, oh man, just just go back to killing people. You're so good at it. And and his little uh, Padawan who couldn't even walk straight now all of a sudden is like a Jedi master. Yeah, tripping people and stick to the face. I told you that guy's a dead guy walking. He's gonna die. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, he's gonna he, he's gonna get a little over over eager. Yep. Oh, you know what? That might battle. that'll probably get Morgan to kill people right there. That guy right there. True. That kid. True. All right. Um, I keep track of American Gladiator Dad getting his ass kicked. Uh, tally so far is one. It, it continues. <laughs> he gets his, yeah. He gets beat up pretty uh, consistently here. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, so later, um, Easy E and crew uh, are walking back, and Ezekiel pulls Stick Boy aside and chides him for being rash with his actions. Uh, Jerry continues to be delightful, and. Uh, Morgan, yeah. oh, yeah, I forgot all about Jerry in Jerry's that first scene. He was great too. Now, boss. <laughs> yes, Jerry. Yes, Jerry. <laughs> Morgan debriefs Daryl on what happened um, on the drop. Daryl sees that Morgan is injured and says, "If Carol knew about this, she would start a fucking war." And Morgan says, "Exactly. That's why we're going to keep her ignorant to these events." And they disagree about that. Oh. And um, Daryl later uh, approaches American Gladiator Dad, who's at an archery range. Uh, American Gladiator Dad tells Daryl that they want the same things, and that he needs Daryl's help. Okay, uh, let's take a break here, because it's the end of that scene before they go to credits. Um, yeah, I wrote all this shit about the manager, who was great. Um, oh yeah, but, uh, this is a reoccurring theme when, like, a character has a, you know, uh, a special weapon, like Michonne and her sword. It always gets taken away for a short time and then retrieved. We see this in, uh... Game of Thrones, Arya gets Needle taken away from her, and, you know, she loses her identity, you know, and, you know, she gets it back, and then later in Bravo, she loses it or gets it, has to hide it, and then she gets it. So it's, it's, Morgan's identity is this stick. So he's lost I didn't it. understand a word, a word of anything you just said. Anyway, so it's like Leonardo uh, lost his staff. Like, what is, how can you tell the turtles apart if they don't have their weapons, right? Now I'm with you, now I'm with you, got it. <laughs> now I got, I got you. Is this, are we recording right now? <laughs> yes, this is all vital information. Um, but yeah, you get, and you, you know, get it, right? He's get he's gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, his whole. Well, I just want him to pick up a gun at this point and shooting people. If that's what it takes him to be sad about a stick, I, I um, guess. I want him to have like but, blades on the end of the stick so he can just twirl it around, and just slice people up. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, something, something cool. The bow staff is a little boring. No, that ha- that happens in the Thunderdome later in this episode. Oh Jesus! Yeah, we'll get there. Spoiler. We'll, we'll get spoiler. there. Yeah, spoiler alert, guys. We will be talking about this episode um, during this episode <laughs> recap. Just to <laughs> oh, give you fair thanks warning. Thanks for that spoiler. Okay. Uh, don't forget Daryl. Daryl being a piece of shit. Like, I know people don't want Daryl to die, but I really want Daryl to die. It would be I, nice. I'm kind of losing shows, patience comes, with Daryl as well. Yeah. Yeah, he comes at Morgan, and he's like. What, where were you? What are those cars? Why are you bleeding? He's like, oh, you didn't do anything, you pussies. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. he goes, he just shows up at all these different camps. He's like, you need to fight. You're all pussies. It's like, who the fuck is he? I like, agree. what? Yeah. I, I, he's, he's just making me mad. And he's not showing any inherent value to the rest of the group. Like, <laughs> yeah. If he was, he's just know, hiding out in the kingdom being right. a dick. If he was like, you know, tilling soil or like defending everybody, they would follow him. Kind of like what Maggie's doing in the hilltop. Yeah, and then people will start yeah. to listen to him. But now he's just being a curmudgeon old man who's bitching at the end of the bar. Um, you yeah, know. he calls American Gladiator Dad a bitch. He calls Ezekiel a bitch. He calls Morgan a bitch. He's just a big dickhead. Yeah. That's all he's turning out to be. Johnny T, do you have a differing opinion about Daryl? I love him. Love him. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, I would agree. Yeah, he's kind of more of an annoying character at this point because I think he's just like you said. Uh, 
he's just kind of the old curmudgeon, like probably in his head is like thinking about the glory days and uh, we used to do this and that. And yeah. he hasn't done shit in, in quite some time. Now I see why you like him so much. You two are exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Hey, I can't help- all right, okay, we get back from we get back from commercial or uh, credits, whatever. American Gladiator Dad, Gladiator Dad tells Daryl uh, that he wants to strike the saviors first to instigate a retaliation and hence the war. Get the um, what are they called? The kingdom involved. Uh, and there's a little montage of them going to get weapons and making bombs. Um, and he gets Daryl out on this road uh, that the saviors travel behind this, like uh, I guess a trailer. They're gonna like surprise the the. Uh, Passing saviors, which uh, American Gladiator yeah, Dad is, there's only going to be one or two just, of them. Just pop out, say boo. Yeah, just pop out, yeah. say boo, throw some bombs at them uh, as they drive by. I don't know. Uh, but then, as American Gladiator Dad starts to elaborate on the details of the plan, it involves killing this group of saviors and then having the trail lead back to uh, a house where a lone survivor is living. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Daryl starts to say, who is it? What's her name? What's her name? Ooh. Say her name. Say her damn name. And I was thinking, say her ah, damn fuck. name. Who says damn? Like, I can understand goddamn, but maybe they have too many, um, I don't know, religious people, and they're like, well, we want to lose the god. <laughs> say her damn name. It sounded awful. It was just dumb. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it comes out that it's Carol, and obviously Daryl isn't down with leading um, a group of saviors to Carol unawares, so he wants to get the fuck out. But the saviors choose that moment to like come by, um, and American Gladiator's dad like well, I'm doing this anyway. Uh, Daryl tries to stop him. A shuffle ensues, and it ends in a standoff. Yet another standoff. We get a lot of these standoffs where nothing happens. Um, yeah. And I was, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So this, no, no. So this particular scene, I, I was kind of irritated because, like you just said, again, it was like it was a standoff. Daryl got mad about the whole uh, Carol thing. But then I was like, they really had a common goal, these two, American Gladiator Dad and him. And like, couldn't they have thought of like maybe a plan B yeah, while they were there? <laughs> this is what I like, wrote. Like and- there, there was no alternative. Yeah, let me finish out the scene real quick and we'll just talk about it. So uh, there's a standoff and they both stand down. Age, uh, American Gladiator Dad insists he's going to try again. Um, uh, that they're running out of time. Daryl says if anything happens to Carol, he will kill American Gladiator Dad. So yeah, I agree with you 100%, Johnny T. I wrote, Daryl should have asked like a couple of details before he hiked yeah. his ass all the way out to the fucking like ambush point. <laughs> well, Daryl's like, yeah. okay, I'll go do whatever the fuck you, stranger, let's do it. Like, come on. And, and, and he was all he was all for it, like, yes, let's do this. Let's do this thing. And he could have been like, hey, no, let's not do that. Let's do this other thing. That leads yeah, back to yeah, somebody exactly. else. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, I was like, well, couldn't they? Maybe they could still kill the couple saviors that are going to drive by and somehow not lead them to Carol. I'm sure that there might be an option for that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but let's no. think of another plan. Let's take let's let's go draft two. You know, just revise this a little bit. <laughs> you know, Daryl Daryl's very easy to you know he just follows. He doesn't ask questions, so he's like, hey, let's go out to this thing. And he's like, okay, I'll go with you. Yeah. And they go all the way out there, and. uh and like, then he gets all mad. Daryl seems yeah, like he like, doesn't what? think for himself too much. He always he seems like a follower. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't figure him out like right now at this point in time. I don't really know what what he's. He's just do. recovering from eating dog turd sandwiches. I guess he can't he can't <laughs> function. Maybe, but it, he always he always wants to be like second in command. Like it was his his brother was domineering. 
mm-hmm. that guy's great. I miss him. Uh, and he's, yeah. he's following Rick. You know, he's never gonna lead himself, but he's. Yeah, I don't know. He he seems like the yeah, kind of so, guy. Who would, what? Go ahead. No, no, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go. No, I wasn't gonna say anything important. I was gonna say he seems like the kind of guy that just like would hang out outside smoking cigarettes. And you're like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, nothing. Really? You're just sitting he's, here. <laughs> he's a lookout. No, not even that. Just like a guy like in today. <laughs> Just hanging out. Uh, so yeah, just just uh, hanging out, smoking, smoking cigarettes. Like, hey, anybody want to kill some zombies? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, when he was explaining the plan of like the trail to A and trail to B and then trail to C and they connect all the dots and blame people. Yeah, it, maybe it's because I was drinking, but I was just like, what the fuck yeah, is this guy it, talking it about? Pretty loose. So I guess the plan was to the trail would lead back to the shack that had right. the guns and weapons. But somehow that shack would lead to Carol's Good. house. Carol's house, like like it's she's in like the same path or something. Yeah, and but the, I, I, all in my head is I'm thinking is like guns are like yeah, miracles or like gold bars I or whatever is the most valuable thing right now. And he's like, I'm just gonna set the, I'm gonna kill some dudes. They're gonna follow a trail to a trailer full of the best things you could possibly find. Right, and they're gonna be like. Who gives a shit about these guys? They're dead. We got a whole bunch of guns and food and ammo. Right. And then that's the end of the story. Why are they going to continue on? They just found a fucking shitload of stuff. That's a good day for them. They don't give a shit about little Timmy and the Dick Brigade or Fat <laughs> Joey or any, uh, or any fucking guy. Like, um, I, like I lost... I lost track of that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it, was, I'm like, it Wait, was a dumb plan. I, lo- I lost it when they're like, hey, I'm going to lead them to all our guns and that will start the war. And I was like, whoa. No. This, I mean, uh, guys, this this happens in Game of Thrones a lot where it's they start with what they want to happen. They wanted a conflict between Daryl and AGD. Um, so <laughs> they, they started with that point and then worked backwards to get them there. Um, so uh, it's not very good. Let's move on. Right. So, so here we are. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Next, we go to a junkyard and we have this overhead shot. There's a lot of junkyard art. Uh a storage container opens up and a ton of people dressed in black. And this is when it, the, the episode gets crazy, by the way. Just to let you know. This is when you stick, take the acid or you start to sync this up to uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Yep. So um, these guys come out of the um, the storage container, which I guess wasn't a closed storage container. It was just kind of tunnel between trash walls. Uh, and they fill this clearing and they start... I guess doing some kind of coordinated musical chairs game where they're all going in a circle and then they all stop and form concentric rings around Rick and his group. It really didn't make any sense. Finally, a woman, uh, you know, that went to a volunteer like beauty school practice haircut uh, thing. <laughs> she steps out and she questions Rick and the group. Uh, says they own Rick's uh, lives and Rick and Co's lives. Um, they have Gabriel. Um, Rick says, no, you don't own my, our lives. The saviors own our lives and they're scary as shit. If you, anything happens to us, they're going to come after you. So the only thing is to fight them. What do you say? And they're like, no, why would we do that? And I guess haircut turns around to leave. So yeah, haircut turns around to leave. And then the group starts beating up, uh, Rick's gang for some reason. And they don't even, they do it slowly. And I'm, I'm thinking, We'll get to this. I guess they were going to beat him to death really slowly with, like, not very convincingly. I don't know what was going to happen there. Um, we never find out what was going to happen to him because Gabriel grabs a knife and takes one of them hostage. Uh, haircut, who is the group's leader, um, 
communicates like an invalid saying, you stop or <laughs> leave Gabriel. Oh, Jesus. Or something yeah, can like we, that. Can, can we call her female Eugene? <laughs> no. Eugene's no. not nearly as weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, let me let me see if I can get through this because there's a lot to unpack. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, this, this is weird. She uh, gives a weird hand signals, and everybody agrees not to hurt the group. Gabriel then is allowed to speak. He gives an impassioned speech, basically that Rick is some kind of fucking superhero and can do anything, quote unquote. Uh, basically, they can name their price, and Rick and his group will get whatever the fuck they want. Haircut says, okay, well, show Rick the up-up, which basically means standing on top of a big fucking pile of trash. (laughs) (laughs) When they're on top of this big fucking pile of trash, uh, she says the group's got gone on just fine doing what they did. Now things are getting harder. Things are starting to change. Maybe they need to change, but before they're going to, uh, she needs to know if Rick is for real. I guess his superpowers. So she pushes his ass down a pile, down a garbage (laughs) hill. This is just fucking ridiculous. All right, let's go. Anybody start? I don't care. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was irrational. Um, <laughs> made made sense to the the storyline. Um, no, it was. Uh, I thought it was. It got real like Mad Max kind of. I, right? I like, said even the like, same like, fucking thing. This is very yeah, Mad Max. Very and, like, Mad not Max. Good like, Mad Max. This is like just out of left field. No, it it even looked like it was all green screened and shit, and the music was got kind of sci fi. Oh yeah, it when just, they were in the got, up up. Yeah, <laughs> it got. Oh my god, it just got weird. So, but I don't like. I didn't mind it. It was just like, huh? Like, let's just. It, the, it seemed. Then, of to, course, it seemed to be a break. Yeah, yeah, but then, but then you're thinking rationally, going like, how much time has gone by for them to develop their own language? Right. Exactly. Uh, all right. So, based on Judith's age. We've been in a zombie apocalypse for what three years? Yeah, something like sure. that. I guess. Three yeah, years? let's let's say three years. This whole group of people turned into morons <laughs> in three years. <laughs> that they all have mullets and wear black clothes in a fucking garbage pile in in the yeah. sunshine and, and, a, speak, and a new language and, a new and language. speak gibberish. Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. And and once again, uh, I think we're going to learn more about this group, but I think what we're going to learn is still gonna, not going to make this make sense. Um, no, it won't. Dude, uh, did any of you see Cloud Atlas? No, thank God. No, or, I watched like 20 minutes and had to turn it off. Me too. Yeah, uh, there's a whole, you know, it's like nine different scenes. There's a whole scene where they speak up, up, and all this fucking crazy... It's like, no, you're just climbing a mountain. They're like, no, go up, up, up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? And, yeah, it just... You're right. I, it I doesn't make any... It's sense. it's too much. Like, it just seems too much. And then when we get to the, the walker, then it's full-on Mad Max. Okay, what the fuck's going on here? All right, oh, but yeah. be- it's the garbage pit Thunderdome. The garbage yeah. dome, I guess. Now, I thought, that, I thought the walker was pretty awesome, though. Oh, it, it was awesome, yeah. It was awesome, but at the same time, it was just like, what are we, what? Like, this is out of, this is crazy. All right, so yeah, yeah. real quick, as soon as that she pushed his ass down the garbage hill, uh, I immediately thought, oh, this is like the Rancor pit. This is like when Luke Skywalker's in Jedi, and Jabba's like, oh, he just hit this button, and he falls down, and I'm like, oh, he's going to fight a Rancor. And I wasn't far off, um, because... Uh, he goes down there and turns out there's <laughs> fucking, uh, let's see, a walker with a bunch of spikes sticking out of his body and a, like, welded steel helmet on top of his face that's covering up his eyes and his nose, just allowing them to bite, 
with steel with spikes sticking out. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> My favorite part was she took him on top of the garbage mountain and she's like, look, look at our place as wide as you can see. Garbage yeah, fucking piles garbage. forever. <laughs> and he's like, wow, this is before. great. Oh, bitch, and he got pushed down and then he rolled down. <laughs> he rolled down the garbage pile. <laughs> and it's goofy as shit, so he's like, ah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> The best but was it, just Rick, Rick trying to climb up the garbage <laughs> and just going and like ah slipping back down again uh, in the garbage pit in the, like, in the garbage dome. Yeah, uh, like, it was awesome. Get, you can't get a good grip with your foot and climb up that thing. I, I don't spike know. Zombie was awesome. Why they don't make an army of spike <laughs> zombies and just lead them around again? This is all I'm thinking. You can make one of these. There's like an endless supply of zombies out there. Just fucking weld. Sh- to all of them and, and you're good <laughs> just yeah well well the uh, you know chainsaws put chainsaws for hands and just <laughs> have them go yeah clearly <laughs> do whatever you want all right yeah and, and people have tried to weaponize the walkers before i mean hell the um the saviors unleashed uh the walkers into uh the hilltop with that gremlin with the fucking loud music or whatever i don't know yeah. let's move on all right so Rick falls into the fucking garbage hole, and uh, there's trash on all sides, hard to climb out. Uh, turns out there's a walker in there. I described him before. Uh, Rick struggles to take him out. Every time he gets close, he gets stabbied. Um, so he gets his hand stabbied. He tried to kick it. He gets the leg stabby. Um, it looks like it's curtains for Rick, for sure, until Michonne says, use the walls. So by that, he starts pulling down. To the trees! <laughs> He starts pulling down refuse, uh, and it falls on collapse. The wall start collapse, fall on top of the walker, pins him to the ground. Uh, so Rick can finish him off by grabbing a piece of glass with some cloth and stabbing it a few times. Uh, they put down a rope, let Rick up. He tells him that uh, they tell him that what they want is a lot of guns. Uh, if they get a lot of guns, they will fight the saviors. But they say it like we want guns or something like that. Um, Rick is trying to save time. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't waste your time talking that much. It gets nah. right to the point. So Rick is supremely confident that they will win for some reason. He's like, they ask, uh, "You sure you can beat these guys?" Oh yeah, no problem. Like, really? <laughs> I mean, are you sure? <laughs> they did just fucking kill your friends. Uh, anyway, uh, Rick and Haircut haggle about how they're going to divide up the plunder as well as what they took from uh, Alexandria uh, when they captured Gabriel. Uh, comes out that the fucking, this group, which I'm going to refer to as the weirdos, unless you guys have a better name. No, no, that's good. That sounds, uh, that sounds on point. Okay. So, goth the, babies. so it turns out, what is it? Goth babies. No, no I like goth weirdos. Kids. Okay. So, uh, the weirdos, um, it turns out that they knew about the boathouse, but didn't, couldn't be bothered or weren't brave enough to go get the shit. So they just watched it waiting for somebody else to go get it so they could take it from that person. Uh, yeah, they live in a trash pile with a <laughs> spike up zombie. They're scared of a boat. Yeah, I guess it. I don't know. This none of this makes sense. Uh, Rick <laughs> and Rick starts that. Yeah, and so none of this makes sense. And Rick starts asking questions. The first one was uh, he asked about the walker in the pit, and she's like, "Oh, you mean Winslow?" <laughs> the guy's <laughs> name was Winslow, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and Keeping he asks, "What were you gonna do with Gabriel?" And she's like. Nah, I'm not going to answer that either. Um, yep. Both Good Rick and the audience are left wanting answers to this 
just more information about the group. Um, and Rick goes back to the his crew and pronounces that they have made a deal. Uh, so obviously, that's the end of the scene, but obviously they're hiding what's going on with this group. So I, I don't know what it's going to be. I know Dan, um, who's a friend of mine, uh, had a theory, uh, and Jermaine had a similar theory about how... Um, how uh, Negan was in had some weird woman thing going on, and ch- yeah, it turned out that he had like a shitload of wives, a harem. So, uh, Jermaine, what do you have? What do you think the weirdos' deal is, or what are they hiding with their secrets? Honestly, with this group, I had no idea. I didn't know what they were showing up. They're a fucking bunch of dumpster divers living in a junkyard. I have, no, I didn't even see them coming. I didn't know who they were. I have no, I don't know anything about them. All I know is they want guns, and guess who has guns? Fish camp. That's all I got. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah, I agree. Uh, and he even asked at the end of the episode, we'll get to it, but Rick asks uh, Tara, um, you know, where they can go, where she hasn't gone, rather, to find guns. So that You've been that. out farther than anybody. <laughs> what can you tell us? Yeah, barely. Puffing yeah. the whole time. Yeah, she's like, train, train more. <laughs> the Tough Mudder's no joke. Yeah. yeah. Like anybody got an inhaler for the next time? <laughs> all right, so yeah, I I have no ideas uh, um what this group is all about. It doesn't like I said doesn't make sense. You guys pointed out three years and they lose language. Um, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. The, the, this whole this whole thing, which I guess I guess I should like I guess I should appreciate because I didn't see any of this coming. I don't know anything about them. Uh, they're just greasy and they wear black clothes and the fucking boiling hot sun and they live in a dumpster. Uh, I guess they're like the garbage pail kids. I and guess we'll just so. leave it at that. And they have cool, they have cool spike zombies, which I figure they should make like 90 more of them. Yeah, that, 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 that was like the saving grace of the whole thing. Uh, but for me, it was, again, it was just like, here's another clan that they stumbled upon. Uh, this, these folks, I, I, I would what say we like, they were definitely weird and different and it kept me like, I was it was entertaining, I guess. It was a little like but you're looking at it from like logically, you're like, okay, they can't have a different language in three years and well, what do they do for is food? It, is it all scavenging? Uh like I don't know. Exactly. Do they eat people? Are they eating people? Are they like, dumpster diving? <laughs> is this a six different community now? I yeah, guess what, 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 you wanna try to do it? it? You wanna try to count them all? All right. Alexandria. Yep. Hilltop. Yep. Kingdom. Yep. The Saviors. Yep. Fish well, Camp. Fish Camp. And the Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage Pail Kids. I would say the Saviors are kind of like dominion over all the other groups, and it matters, like the smaller groups matter, because they're going to oppose the Saviors, obviously, uh, when they right. finally do band together. Yeah, so that's five. Well, Saviors don't know about the Garbage Pail Kids or the Fish Camp, so that's they true. have dominion over three. They're going to be like the Ents. That we know of. They're going to be like the Ents. They're going to come out of nowhere. Or the Eagles and the armies, uh, the four or five armies. Uh, they're gonna God come out of nowhere. And make the Shut the fuck up. They're gonna come out of nowhere and make the difference. Um, but yeah, when I first thought about like these other communities, I thought there would be like normal people just hiding. Yeah, but they're yeah, all just yeah, just just like in a shelter, right? Like just yeah. hanging out, just trying to trying to survive. No, but these people are like, like even Ezekiel's like, all right, man, he like the to he like took character. Like who who would? I don't know. If you're just trying to survive. I'm not gonna like. Yeah come up with this different persona like i'm surprised like the next group we're gonna meet they just we hang from the trees <laughs> we yeah. live in trees now 
It is. It's just getting more absurd. And this latest, the garbage pill kids or whatever we're calling them, is just another. They're getting weirder. Actually, living in trees wouldn't be a bad idea. Now that I think of it, keep you away yeah, from you, well, yeah, you'd, be, you'd be elevated. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a dope treehouse. <laughs> like a really dope yeah. treehouse. No girls like allowed. Ewoks. <laughs> dope ass treehouse with with some porno mags up in there. Yep. Okay, uh, so next scene, uh, we go back and Gabriel's talking to Rick. They're chatting uh, while they're, they're getting their stuff back, loaded up into the car. Um, Gabriel recaps what happened to him, said he heard something while on patrol. Turned out it was uh, one of the dumpster divers, the weirdos. Uh, they wanted the stuff from the boat. They saw the other provisions and they wanted it all. Um, so basically just what happened at the beginning of the mid-season premiere. Uh, and how he left a note to lead him back to the boat because they were asking about the boat. And Rick's like, yeah, you did a good job. And then Gabriel's like, why the fuck were you smiling when you uh, got when you showed up? And he's like, yeah, because be somebody convinced me that enemies could become friends. Uh, that's dumb. Uh, <laughs> later, Rosita and... Rosita's just a bitch to Tara and everybody uh, else. Oh, let me... Yeah, I gotta get to Rosita. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, let me ahead. finish this off. So Rosita and Tara argue about whether they should regroup... Regroup? Regroup or just head right out <laughs> to look for the guns. Um, the weirdos say goodbye. Uh, and with and they depart... They say, see ya with... You give gun soon or something equally dumb. Uh, Rick says... He has no plan, but you know what? Things are looking up. <laughs> Once again, We're going to work it out. I don't know where this, like, just fucking rampant optimism is coming from. But, hey, okay, so let's finish this. Uh, so they leave, before, not, bef- but not before Rick decides to steal a junkyard, like, dog or cat, cat. figurine. It cat. looked like a cat, right? It was a cat. I, I chalked that up to blood loss, maybe. Yeah, he says it's because they won, whatever that means. I guess if you win, you're able to, like, steal. Spoils a war. <laughs> yeah, and also to replace the one that Michonne lost. What did Michonne lose? Does any, like, do we have a show historian among you guys that can tell me what this is in reference to? No, no. I, I, I can half pay attention just normally. Yeah. I did watch the Talking Dead after, and they talked about what it was in reference to, but I, I had a few drinks, and now I can't remember, so. That's a good, um, good work. Hey, way to way to control yourself. Good job. Oh, thanks for showing up, Johnny T. Great, great to have you. <laughs> oh yeah. So, what do you have to say about Rosita, uh, Jermaine? Oh man, you know what? <laughs> oh, like man. she's so dumb. She's so dumb. You were a big fan for forever. Well, I like. I think I he like, likes. Yeah, <laughs> he likes the way I she like looks. Rosita. I oh, guarantee oh, it. Oh, I, I understand. <laughs> but no, like, look, I get it. She. So show purpose. She's there to be difficult. Real life. She's like, I'm going to go and do my own thing again. Yeah, because the last time you did your own thing, you got yeah, you got uh, Eugene. One or two people killed. killed. You got Eugene kidnapped and you pissed off Negan even more. So good job, Rosita. Let's try it again. Maybe things will go different. And and like she's I don't know. She's trying to like do her. I get maybe she's angry. She's suffering. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? But (laughs) Maybe that's but true. here's the thing. Like I realized, I was like, God, I wish Rosita would just get killed or die or whatever. But that would just make me happy. And I, she's, I think she's in the show right now just to make you mad, like just to keep doing these dumb things. So yeah, I agree. But, yeah, she's I was, more of a she's more of a function character as opposed to a fully fleshed out human being for sure. I want to tear it a puncher in the face and be like, no, bitch, shut up. And then, like, they get into a straight up fight right there. And then the garbage pail kids just stand around looking at them. 
Ever since you told me, I think it was you that uh, Tara was pregnant during the filming. That's all I can see now. I'm just like looking. Um, it, I I don't know if it was you guys or maybe it was Lynn in the first episode. I don't know. But you know, uh, I think I, I think that was me. But you're right. Like I that, I can't get that out of my head now. Yeah, just looking at it. Well, yeah, because Johnny T was just gonna fat shame her like endlessly, being the the <laughs> asshole he is. But I was like, no, she gave birth to a beautiful baby, and she's <laughs> now acting again shortly after that. So John, you can't be that rude. Yeah, who speaking does a of tough a, mutter right after giving birth? Yeah, come on. That's very true, very true. But speaking of appearances, can we talk about how cool Gabriel looked in his wife beater? He does. He looks... He looks he can you looks, say wife beater t-shirt? You mean Gabriel Lannister in his redemption arc? Oh. <laughs> oh, look at that. By the way, it's Doug, you like rooms. that? Yeah, I did. Uh, but yeah, I love, I love Gabriel now. Have we talked about how much I hated Gabriel earlier in the season? And now that he's like... He is blasphemously... Uh, worshiping Rick for Christ's sake, because he he's he's saying Rick can do anything. I believe in you, Rick. Uh, it seems like a false idol to me, but I kind of like it because he's willing to do whatever he t- he's like on board. You know what I mean? He's like a true yeah, believer now. Yeah. Um, so he's not. Yeah, like he, you know, he he got kidnapped. Whatever. He left the clue, and Rick showed up. Like it's just corroborating everything Gabriel's believing. Now right. it's like I drew a boat, and you figured it out. First, thing, I yeah, love I, you, Rick. He's going to start the, the Church of Rick pretty soon. Yeah, and but and Rick's like, would you have killed that dude? And he's like, yeah, I would have killed him. And Rick's like, I got you, bitch. We are, <laughs> we are good to go. <laughs> All right, I, I realize I'm, I skipped over a short scene, uh, but it's dumb, so we'll get it out of the way. Uh, and it leads into the scene afterwards, so let's, let's talk about it. So King Ezekiel and a small group of people go to check on Carol under the guise of clearing out the walkers in the area. Uh, Jerry gives her some cobbler. And then the group leaves. Shortly after, uh, Carol answers the door. Uh, it's Daryl. They have a tearful reunion. Daryl asks why the fuck she left. She replies simply, I just had to. Um, and then this is where I wrote, am I the only one who's still upset that Daryl and Carol never hooked up? Because weren't they going to? Didn't yeah, it make, they the, make it feel like they had yeah, some romance going there for a couple of seasons? Yeah, they were kind of, they were close. It they were close. I would say. Um, I see. For me, like I just rather not see that. I don't think I want to. Well, I feel uh, like do. because we you do see. you've thought about it. You've thought. No, about I, I, I want them to be I, close friends and care for each other, and that. But that's it. Well, here's the thing: is because you know, unless he's asexual, which is extremely rare, this is when I think about when the is Daryl gay rumor started, like two years ago. It's not as rare as, as you think. <laughs> okay uh whatever uh so yeah so daryl i guess is asexual is what we're saying um yeah because it seemed like yeah he was growing close to her and it seemed more than like a a buddy friendship or like a maternal paternal like mm-hmm. taking care of it. it was weird it seemed like uh more than just friends though i don't know uh, why why does ezekiel and nine dudes still go check on carol who gives a fuck I don't. I agree. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't understand what what they see in her. I mean, uh, yeah. But and then people, even in this episode, was it earlier in the episode where people were talking up Carol like, "Oh, she's got bigger balls than you." Yep, and she's exactly. so Fierce and strong, and you're like, well, "How do you even know? Why like, is she not just the crazy lady in the woods and just is. let her be? She's, she's the, the crazy bitch. lady in the woods." Yeah. The, the, the nobody v- except Rick's Rick, Rick's crew even knows her. Yeah. Um, and. and, and they, you know, they show up and they're like, oh, we were just, we were in the neighborhood, all seven of us, and we made you cobbler. By the way, Jerry's still the best. Yep. Because he just, he's like, hey, got you cobbler. You like it? 
All right, so if Jerry yeah, thanks, dies, guys. I'm going to be more upset than if the tiger dies. I said yeah, it. Oh, I'm going to yeah, get to that. Yeah. I'm going to get to that. Okay. Um, Jerry, all right, well, Jerry reminds me of our, of our friend Snacks. Kind of, only Jerry's more delightful and not as much of an yeah. asshole. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't get it. I don't get it, Johnny T. Terrible. <laughs> okay. Um, the best part, no, when Daryl was hugging uh, Carol and he's like, why, why'd you leave? Why'd you leave? And they're just like, oh, Jesus. Is, is this like a mother-son relationship? That's why, or are they, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Are they going to make out? Like, I don't get it all now. I, yeah, it's you're totally right. I don't asexual. understand this dynamic. And it was like he just saw his mom after 20 years of walking out the door or are these trying to bang, but they never do. Uh, yeah. And then they had soup. Or we, no, we're not getting to that. Yeah. Yet, well, so. No, we're going right there because once again, after this scene was the scene that I just put in out of order where Gabriel talks to Rick and all that nonsense. So, um, uh, so then, yeah, we cut back and, um, Carol's explaining why she had to leave. It still doesn't make any sense. She just basically said, I couldn't lose them. I couldn't kill anymore. And, you know, if basically she would have lost herself, I don't know, just some psycho babble, basically saying that she didn't want to kill anymore, but she also didn't want to lose anybody. So she left them essentially losing them. doesn't make any sense. Um, just being selfish. And anyway, um, uh, she asked, and, and this was, I think it's poor acting. I'll ask your, I'll ask your guys' opinion of it. She asked, well, well, what happened? Did the, did this, is the saviors come? Is it, is everybody is okay? Everybody okay? okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was so <laughs> terrible. Oh man. Um, I never acted before, but I'm pretty sure I could do a better job. Ow. Um, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I used to like call in sick. That work? Yeah, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Good stuff. One of the best. Okay, so, um, so yeah, she says this. Did anybody get hurt? And Daryl, you know, instead of telling her the truth, protects her innocence, uh, which I don't, I don't, I don't agree with. I don't, I don't find it compelling. <laughs> she's so innocent. Right. She's so innocent. And what is she doing? Uh, I think somebody said she's just waiting to die in the woods. And that's pretty much it. Like, yeah, she's so gonna, let her die. She's going to live a life of seclusion. Right, away well, from anybody, be, not being a not being a help to anybody. Like she's not <laughs> doing anything for any. I, that sounds like harsh, but like, does she want to live? Yeah, it, well, or or is she is she going to be just that stereotypical character? In the end, she grabs her gun. That's exactly right, and and, be, and meets up with the group for one last final yes. stand. You know, and like, then she'll Jesus. die. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, she lives in this house. She has zombie Amazon Prime. People just deliver shit to her <laughs> at her doorstep daily. Yeah. Zero. Like, nobody fucks with her. She's living the life right now. Yeah, but like, she's like she's, hey, I need some tomatoes, and then tomatoes show up. Yeah, but she's gonna get lonely or something like, or she'll go crazy. It's just not a good long term solution to whatever short term problem she's having. Um, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I look, look. We we were if you remember, you know, Carol back in season three or four when she fucking wrecked shit at Terminus and was awesome. And you're like, Carol is the best. Yeah, right. I think maybe they've been going two seasons of her just either just downplaying or being shitty or whatever. And maybe the last four episodes of this season, she turns into fucking Robo Carol again and just wrecks everything. And maybe that's what we're all waiting to see. Maybe that's what they're playing up when she learns everybody's been murdered. Yep. She's like what? And then and that's when one. you'll, Jermaine. That's when you'll hop out of your seat with your whatever drinks you've been drinking. You'll be all fuck yeah, Carol. 
Fuck <laughs> you, Johnny T. That's what I'll do. You're going to be, that's the Carol I've been waiting for. Which uh, one you've been waiting for? What's that? What's the question? And which one have you been waiting for? The one which Carol who, do you want? The one who holds Daryl down and takes him. Yeah. <laughs> no. Has no, her I don't way with him. That. Nope. He's having nanny fantasies. I do not want to see that. All right. So after the after uh, Daryl protects her untarnished uh, innocence, keeps her alive, I guess. <laughs> um, they eat soup. Uh, Daryl asks if Ezekiel's okay, and she said, "Yeah, I think so." Just really w- weird. And then Daryl leaves at night, and there's zombies around. I would just stay until the morning. Plus, that's another opportunity to possibly bang. Um, Bone. But he, yeah, he leaves and says, "Take care of yourself." Well, that's that's the only person she's taking care of out in the fucking woods, so I think she's gonna do it. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of that uh, scene. Oh, all right. Uh, next, we go to um, back to the kingdom. Daryl's hanging out with the tiger, uh, and Gabriel comes in and says, "You know, I know you saw Carol, and I know you didn't say anything because else she'd be here and ready to fight." And he's like, "Yeah, I kept her innocent, but I still want to fight." Uh, Morgan, you got it. I'm sorry. He was talking to Morgan. I said Derek Gabriel, I think. So Morgan and him were Jesus. talking and he said, all black people look yeah, right. I know. Right? That- I mean, I, <laughs> I couldn't like, uh, it sounds awful, but between Iron Man one and two, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that <laughs> Terrence Howard and, um, John Cheadle were two different people. I, I really didn't, um, terrible person. Um, but anyway, uh, Daryl's talking to Morgan and Morgan's like, I know you didn't tell Carol. Good thing. Uh, but Daryl's like, yeah, but you've got to convince the kingdom to still get involved. Uh, and Morgan's like, I ain't not going to do that. Don't want blood on my hands. And, um, God. Yeah. And, and he lost the stick. Yeah. And he lost the stick. So he doesn't know who he is. Um, but basically Daryl's like, fuck that. I'm going to the hilltop and I'm getting ready for war. And that's basically how the, uh, episode ends. Like the what? There's got to be a unifying moment, right, for all these assholes to fight their beliefs or whatever. To come, like, there's got to be a unifying moment, right? Yeah, there's got to be something that turns Carol and Morgan and the kingdom and the fish Tara to go to the fish camp, and yeah. they got to get guns for the garbage pail kids. Like something. <laughs> There's got to be one thing. <laughs> there it is, garbage pail kids. That's that replaces weirdos going forward. Yeah, like I, that's is it, what it's yeah, doing. Is it I mean, Morgan, it, Morgan's it's, still it's difficult. Carol's difficult. Right. The Tara won't talk about anything. Yeah, the Rosita's fish camp people want to be left awful. alone, and they're scared. Um, the hilltop, you know, half of them, even Gregory. I feel like Gregory's going to either have to die or he's going to get on board somehow. It has to be one thing, but there's no common person or common thing that would tie them all together, I don't think. It would have to be a series of atrocities or something like that. I don't know. And so when I was talking about my fear earlier about uh, American Gladiator Dad, because him and Morgan have a little stare down at the end when Daryl walks out. Oh, yeah. And uh, and uh, American Gladiator Dad clearly would have had Carol killed. He doesn't care. He just wants to get... Ezekiel on board and get the kingdom involved by any means yeah, necessary. The battle. My fear is that he he gets the tiger killed. He set something up with the tiger. <laughs> Jesus, you're really worried about that goddamn tiger. Yeah, Negan takes him. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> scarred. I'm scarred after the Game of Thrones. Um, 
the dire wolves. He does something that either gets the tiger killed or the tiger taken, so Ezekiel has to go well, to let's the talk about, camp right, to so, get him back. But what about Morgan? Like, for some reason, Ezekiel is besties with Morgan and Carol, his tiger, and Jerry. Probably one of those people are going to die. Or one of those, yeah. Cats. <laughs> I guess. But, you know, you know, like, what I did appreciate, again, going back to the beginning of the episode, was Ezekiel was one of the guys who's like, no, fuck you. And, like, he actually stood up to them. He's like, you, you need double-check your count again. But So he's got a good situation. Like, he yeah. just shows up. He gives him the stuff. His, his whole area doesn't know anything about this thing, and he just takes care of it. Yeah, but at the same time, the 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 asshole hippie dude is overstepping his bounds. They're just gonna, and oh, yeah. that's just indicative of what is going to happen with the saviors. Like you think you have a deal, but then you know all of a sudden they can change. You know, once again, Agreed. another Agreed. another nerd reference. Um, when Lando Calrissian sells out, like uh, <laughs> Jesus, Han Solo and the bunch in Empire, second Star Wars reference to this episode. That son of a bitch. Uh, Lando's getting all pissed. He's like, "That wasn't part of the deal," and he says, "I am altering the terms of our agreement. Pray I don't alter them further." Basically, saying you can't do shit about this, and really, the kingdom can't do shit about. If the kingdom went up against just the kingdom went up against the saviors, they would get wiped out. So. King Ezekiel's yep. doing a little bit of bluff and bluster, but they might have it good now, but, you know, it wouldn't last. If I yeah. was if, if I was Rick, I mean, I'm just looking at, like, who who do they have, like, all these little camps and stuff, and it just feels like it's the fucking Bad News Bears. Yeah, like, it is. Just, just this riffraff and that motley crew over there. It's just it's like, I'm looking at it like if I was a coach, I'd be like, this fucking team, this is... This is going to be yeah, awesome. And I think we talked about earlier, Eugene was the guy who could like coordinate everybody by building walkie-talkies or whatever or getting shit working. Oh, so yeah, he was working on other. like a long-range radio, gone. and he's gone. You're like, okay, well, that didn't amount to anything. Yeah, so that theory we had is gone now because he's stuck and uh, <clears throat> he's going to be making bullets, I guess, or whatever he's going to be doing, fighting in the zombie pit, whatever or they got. All we know is that they will rise up. Yeah, rise <laughs> up and then get crushed. <laughs> In the fourth rise, quarter. But they will rise up. All right. Uh, so let's give uh, scores. Uh, I, despite how crazy this episode is, um, I saw our review said this is at least better than the first half of the season, and I got to agree because, once again, the second episode in a row where we had, like, the main group, Rick and, and company, doing shit. Um, yep, I agree with that. Uh, you know, and, and things are going along. You see that this is progressing towards... You know what we saw coming a million miles away, then all these little yeah. groups standing up against the savers. But you can see how it's moving towards that. So I kind of enjoyed this. Uh, so I'm going to give it a better than average. I'm going to give it a 3.0. Once again, uh, it's a 10 point scale uh, graded on five with half point increments. Five, one half increments. Yes. Got it. So go, either one of you guys. All right, I'm going to go. Um, no, I, you go. I am enjoying this. Part of the season, what's it, 7.5? Is that what they call it? Uh, um, sure, yeah. The second. Yeah, it's def- it's, I mean, it's definitely been entertaining. I have enjoyed it much more than the, the first half of the season. Um, it's fun. It's a little like, yeah, you just kind of watch like Rick and, and Co. do some stuff. Um, I didn't mind the Garbage Pail Kids, folks. I thought it was, I mean, it's weird and it doesn't make sense, but I was like, I just gave him like a little bit of. Like I gave him a little like little credit just for trying. Yeah, and you um, said you like the spiked zombie, so love it, love it, love it. 
Yep. I, I definitely like, like Jermaine said, I want to see like a whole like crew crew of those things. You um, know what the Spike Zombie yeah, reminds me of? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Wait, wait, what's that? I said the Spike Zombie reminds me of, if you saw the latest Mad Max movie, they they have, there's all these guys, they're killers, they're going to kill Mad Max and, and this group of women that are running away. And they have... Fury Road. Yeah, Fury, Fury Road. Road, yes. I love that movie. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but they have a guy as part of their like crew to go kill people. A guy who just plays the guitar, who has like a helmet on, very similar to the Spike <laughs> Zombie, and he's jumping around a bungee on, cord. On, on, yeah, on bungee oh, yeah. cord. <laughs> Greatest movie ever. Uh, that's what, this corny. is what the stabby guy seemed like to me. Yeah, like, sounds just corny, but but that movie, that movie, and everyone in it was awesome. Um, so I'll give, so my rating would be, I'll give it, what would you give it a three, three or three and a half? 3.0. Uh, I'll give it three, 3.5. If that, if that qualifies as a, that does that meet fits. the criteria of the scale. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't go, you didn't go three point banana. So good job. No. Yeah. And not, yeah. Three point Taco Bell chicken taco. Oh man. Does anybody else want to try that chicken chalupa thing? I do. It looks like it make me feel so disgusting afterwards, but I, I kind of want. Can it. you can you get like ground beef put in it, or does it just come with the veggies? In oh, it, it, there better be meat in inside it. there. No way! I'm You're just gonna have a fried like, chicken get, with a salad the on the inside. Or the chicken or the ground beef inside the fried chicken taco. It, it's yes. just a container. It's just a container to put the food in. You can put whatever you That's want. Just container. It's just a container, man. <laughs> a container you That's can eat. That's the beauty. All right, Jeremy, give, uh, give us your summary or uh, your overall feelings and your score. Um, so. Oh, here we go. I like, I like, no. I, <laughs> listen, I like, I like garbage people and zombie. <laughs> we know death you metal like garbage dudes. people. We've seen your friends. As, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Better than like sitting in rooms and talking about shit or how Morgan's so sad or people complaining. Like, fine. You wouldn't send me to the garbage fail kids and have uh, hard metal rock zombies and like just go find like good. We're doing stuff. I'll take it. I don't agree with them speaking speaking another goddamn language. <laughs> it's only been a year. Uh, <laughs> that I don't get. But yeah, hey, let's let's get crazy. If it's let's yeah. get crazy, let's add a bunch of crazy shit. I'm on board with that. I just uh, I just I agree. picture the garbage fail people. I hope they have trash can lids as shields. God, I hope so. I, 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 I mean, clearly, if they're going all in, just go all in. It'll make me happy. I hope. When, I, I, like, I don't hate on that stuff anymore. I hope when they get intimate, they go to like the nice trash part of town. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when they did the long shots of that, it was a big place. It was stupid. Like, big. That, it that, was it was ridiculous big. Like there's no there's nothing you know there's there's no way somebody build a fucking trash. Like, uh, unless it was like a real dump, but it didn't seem real dumps kind of like pile up or going to be buried underground. It wouldn't just be like sprawling for like five miles in every direction of just fucking endless trash. I mean, there was like, what, 50 people in those circles, 50 people in the, 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 the breakdance fight. Yeah. Maybe there's more. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. That thing was like miles. It was everywhere. You saw it was just, it was uh, very well garbage piles. Yep. So. Is there more? Is there way more people? Um, so, look, you know what? At this point, we find a new group every episode or every other episode. Let's just keep finding more. <laughs> All right, put a, put a number on that sentiment. 
three. I give it a three. Awesome. Was, so I, that's going to bring the total score to 3.0 because we don't do any half points or, or quarter points, rather. Yep. All right. So uh, thank you for joining me, uh, Jermaine. I mean, you're rock solid. You can depend on you. There's nothing going to keep you away. Mm-hmm. And John, thanks for like, showing up this like time. some other assholes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try to have the baby back next week because that got a lot of positive feedback. Um, but guys, uh, we will return next Tuesday for more uh, The Shameful Dead. Um, so for everybody here, this is Doug saying, see ya. Later. Bye. I love Rosita.